Welcome back to Am I Qualified to Do This, a podcast for anyone who's ever asked themselves, am I qualified to do this? I'm your host, Katherine Kelly, studier of imposter syndrome and constant asker of the question, am I qualified to do this, including right now as I record and edit this podcast. Let me introduce you to Christian, who's also a thought-provoking leader in her own right. With this successful podcast, Sis, Let's get into it. Christian invites listeners to into a transparent and authentic conversation on what she, as a Black woman, has to deal with on a daily basis, with topics often centered around college, anxiety, discipline, and her faith. She is a member of the Dallas Young Women's Advisory Council at the Texas Women's Foundation, where she, along with 15 other bright women of color, formulate ideas and strategies to benefit the young women of Dallas County. Christian pours her heart into advocacy and promotes the idea of showing up for yourself regardless of what everyone else is doing. Christian hopes to continue to create a safe space for Black women to feel supported by growing her podcast and providing support and mentorship to young women in her vicinity. Christian is definitely the ambitious, goal-oriented young professional I want to be when I grow up. Now, let's dive into the interview. super excited to have you here today this will be just a casual conversation so don't feel like there's any pressure but you're a podcast pro so I shouldn't have to tell you that Um, (laughs) but it's gonna be a lot of fun okay so first question tell us a little bit about yourself where are you from where do you go to school what do you do now all those wonderful things well my name is Christian Jefferson I'm originally from DeSoto Texas Dallas Texas small city um, in Dallas um, I go to UT Dallas right now. I'm a third-year marketing student, so I graduate, actually graduate in May, so yay! Congrats. Thank you. I'm so excited, um, and what I do now is I go to school. I work a part-time job just out here, and I also have a podcast, um, which is called Sis, Let's Get Into It, where I teach um, young women to find their potential in God, and I do that through my personal and very transparent and authentic stories, hopefully um, hoping that I can give them a breakthrough on whatever that they're going through. So that's what I do now, but right now I'm just trying to survive with everything going on, of course, so. That's so true. I mean, like, this is such, must be such a weird, like, final couple semesters for you in the midst of COVID and not fully going to class, but maybe possibly somewhat going to class and just kind of changing the landscape of everything. Yes, everything is totally online for me, at least. I know some people are still going to the campus, but um, I am completely online having to attend virtual meetings and like nobody is showing their face. And it's just so weird because I'm like, hi, how are you? Like, I'm a very here person and you know, nobody wants to be on camera and nobody wants to speak. And so it's just so weird. So it's definitely new, but I'm excited for the journey, you know, it's something new, and I feel like this will be a great story to tell my kids, like, your mama did this in 2020, and... (laughs) Really, at this point, they can't say nothing, they can't say they can't do anything, you're like, I attended a whole school year virtually, Right. what's your problem? (laughs) Right, no excuses. (laughs) 
So tell us a little bit more about your podcast. Um, it's really awesome that you have one and that you've really honed it on your demographic and you're super passionate about it. But like, how did you even decide to do it? Well, so I started off having a blog. It was called Queen Christian. It was, I was trying to build my personal brand because I kind of started it on Instagram, my Instagram, Queen Christian with a C. And um, I started my own blog because I just, I felt that I have something to say. It was around like, probably at the end of last year, early this year, I just felt something on my heart like, I have something to say, like it's something like I just need to do something because I have something in me that needs to get out to the rest of the world. And so I started my own website, Clean Christian, where I would basically talk about the same things that I talk about on my podcast, but in word form. Um, I like to call myself a writer. I love to write. And so I would create like blog posts about a number of different topics about um, just finding finding your space in life, passion, discipline, um, goals, everything like that. I would write about that. Um, but then I just felt like, you know, people go on websites and they read blogs, but I just feel like it's not as easily accessible. Um, I really want something where I wanted something where people can cut me on when they're getting ready in the morning or when on their morning commute to work or school or when they're cooking breakfast, whatever. I wanted people to um, cut on the podcast and be able to listen to me speak life into them and so I just feel like that's where I started you know I was just like Lord like I don't know what I want to do um, but I know I need to do something and then I was released to create the podcast um, which has been you know quite successful so I know that well, was like a awesome. long <laughs> Thing. No, that's perfect. Like you told the whole story, which I appreciate because I love uh -huh. getting to know the kind of the ins and outs of how something's created. So how many followers do you have right now or listeners for your podcast? So in total, I have probably about 800 to 900, um, like total, total downloads. I feel like it would, it would be more, but I, I stopped, I create, well, I stopped for a little bit around um around may and june that's when the racial the racial tension was very high in our country and i was navigating through that myself you know just being a black woman and i personally felt like i can't come on this podcast and be you gotta do this you gotta win and everything like that no matter how much i wanted to i felt like i just couldn't i wasn't in the right headspace and so that caused me to fall off my consistency for a little bit. And I started back, um, but then I was just like, oh, I'm still not really into it um, because I was trying to get strength for myself when I know when I created the podcast, I, I told myself, you can't do that because God told you to do it. And so you need to get your strength from him. And so during that time, I was trying to find the strength within myself and it just wasn't working. So I have a I have about a total of eight hundred to nine hundred total listens, um, but I definitely feel like it could have grown if I would have stayed consistent. But at the same time, you know, I feel like mental health um, comes first, especially if you're going to get on a, a platform and try to help people. You know, so yeah, no, that makes complete sense because definitely like 
when I think it's honorable to under, to take time for yourself, even in creating things for others, because it reminds people to take time for their, their selves. You don't have to be on all the time. You don't have to be going. Um, so I commend you for taking time um, to really get back in the zone and feel good about everything before pushing things out. And I bet your listeners do too. Um, Thank you. Was there ever a time when you started the whole podcast or the blog where you were just like, am I qualified to do this? Like, should I be the one talking about this? <laughs> yes, I literally probably go through that every episode. Um, <laughs> I was actually, it was about two weeks ago, actually. And I was just like, I haven't been recording and I recorded an episode. I'm talking about my anxiety. I'm just through this whole situation. And I was literally just sitting at myself. I was talking at myself and I was just like, are you really the one to be talking about this? Are you supposed to be doing this? Like you, you're, you're supposed to be on this podcast and like help people and you're like creating it into a sob story or whatever. I just had all these negative thoughts running through my head about what I was doing. And even when I did start, I felt released to create a podcast but all of the podcasts that I were listening to was like giving me live, what had steps mm-hmm. on what I should be doing, um, what I, how I should be living life. They had all these steps. And it seemed like the host of every podcast I listened to had it all together. And I know that I didn't have it all together. And that kind of created um, an angst in me, like, am I really supposed to be doing this? But I think that that's what makes my platform so authentic and so different is because I'm I'm not an expert in any field I'm an expert in me and what I've gone through and I hope my story can help those that are listening you know I love to help people and I want to help people um but I feel like this podcast is helping me the more that I talk through situations and that I um, really converse with myself through this microphone is not only creating a breakthrough um, for those that listen, but it's creating a breakthrough for me as well. So I have a lot of thoughts about whether I should be doing this, but I, at the end of the day, um, I know who called me uh, to do it, and I can't let those thoughts run rampant in my mind because those thoughts will soon consume me and it'll be a whole thing. So I have to shoot those thoughts down as soon as they come, or at least try to. I definitely understand that. Um, My intro monologue literally says, um, this is a podcast for anyone who questions, am I qualified to do this, including myself as I record this podcast right now. Yes, (laughs) it's true. (laughs) It's one of those things you just got to push through it because you know, it's like, there's something in you that's saying that you should be doing this, but you don't know what it is but you trust it. And you're just like, okay, I'm just going to keep pushing because I'm trusting this feeling right now. But also, really? <laughs> yes. Literally, every time you get on the mic, it's just like, and, and when you listen back to it, it's just like, did I just say that? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I totally agree. Well, you are super impressive, but like, that's just like the surface level of your impressiveness. So let's talk a little bit about the Dallas Young Women's Advisory Council at the Texas Women's Foundation. Can you give us a little bit of information about how you got into that? What is it? I know what it is, and I'm blown away that you're a part of that. But um, for the rest of the people that might not know. Yes. So, oh, my God, I love to talk about this because these are my girls. Hey, y'all, if y'all listening, these are my girls. So 
I got into this basically through a group chat. It was, I think it was like my freshman year. It was, it was during my freshman year. It was January of 2019. And I was in a group chat for one org in my school. And the advisor, she put in the group chat, like, you know, there's an organization called Dallas Young Women's Advisory Council, and they're looking for new members and everything like that. And I was just trying to find my way, you know, I was in college, wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I know I wanted to be involved with young women and advocacy within the um, area where I grew up. And so I was just like, let me just sign up for this, you know, let me just sign up. And so I had my interview with Ileana and Veronica, love them. And I just felt like it was just such a match, like their energy, their, um, just their voice, everything. So it was very nice. And then I started going to the meetings and it was just amazing. I was very quiet and I feel like I was very um, guarded at first because I had those thoughts like, these girls, well, these women are very impressive. Like these are, most of them are grown. They have jobs and they have experience within like advocacy work. And I was just coming in like, I wanna learn what y'all do. I wanna be a part of this, you know? And so um, I was very nervous to begin with, but the more that we started having meetings and the more open we became, because we def we, we have meetings to discuss um, policy, grant making, everything going on within our communities. But we also have personal meetings as well where we can grow um, such as like personal workshops, finance workshops. We go out for brunch, we do different things. And so the more that I started to learn about them personally and find out their passion and what sparked that in them, we just decided, we just grew closer. Um, and they're probably like my best friends. They, I hope they feel the same, but I literally love them. So they're amazing. That's great. And I know, Having been in women fellowships myself, it's such a unique experience to be with a group of women who have all volunteered to be in this thing. And honestly, everyone is going through some type of imposter syndrome, whether they show it or not. And mm -hmm. they just like breathe life into you. They're your biggest cheerleaders, yet your biggest critics to help you grow at the same time. And it's such a weird, wonderful existence that it can only happen in a circle like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm super glad that you get to experience that at a young age because I really wish I could have done that younger into my life and not waiting until my late 20s to do it. Um, so that's yeah. awesome. And like, thank you. In a, in a lot of ways, it probably helps you learn more about the power of your own voice in a lot of ways. Because mm -hmm. when you're in a room of women who are just like, yes, let's do it. Um, yes. You're just like, oh, my voice is powerful. My ideas are powerful. Could you tell us a little bit about anything that might have happened that way in that group? Well, just I feel like in every meeting, we always have these open and like candid conversations. And I, I just get inspired by all these women. Like it's literally, I'm not exaggerating when I say I am around some dope women and I'm so glad that, um, you know, God put me in this group because just hearing them speak like all the time, it just inspires me. Like we have high school girls going to like SMU, Georgetown. Um, we have like young women going to Washington and women just in their communities really doing it. And 
when we would have these conversations, just hearing um, how they would be feeling. And, you know, I was like, wow, I look at you like you're, you know, everything. And you go through the same exact things that I go through. And just hearing that really um, made me feel like my feelings were valid and feel that, you know, everybody goes through these things. And then that's where the more that we started talking about our personal experiences, it got me to a point where I was just like, you know what, they did, they go through these things, the same thing that I went through, but they push through it. They're taking up space in every field that they're in. And I feel like I could do that too, because I know that I'm not just in this group to just like look and admire and be like, yeah, they're so amazing. What about me? You know, I know that I was placed in this group to dominate just like they are, just like they're doing. And so just having those conversations and doing things um, with them, like we we went to the Martin Luther King parade and we let people know about the census. We advocated for the census and, you know, talked to a number of different people. I probably would have never done that because I... I get kind of nervous speaking in front of people anyway, as far, especially as far as something as serious as that. But I did that with them by myself. I, we went to the Best Self Conference hosted by the Texas Women's Foundation, and we got to speak alongside some prominent women within the Dallas community to about 400 to something girls. I probably would have never done that without their amazingness and them backing me up and of course like God you know but just being in that atmosphere and really growing up with women that really care about you not just the um mean girl you know brunch type we all know those like type of mm-hmm. girls but just being around women that genuinely care and want to see everybody grow and everybody be successful um I just feel like really grew me into the woman that I am today. That's awesome. Like, I, I love how passionately you speak about your circle of women, because I, I feel that. Like, and it makes me smile so hard when you're talking about it, because I have that, thanks to the Movement Mujeres fellows. Like, I, like, we in a group chat, they hype me up. They're the first ones that are going to repost something on social media if I'm doing something, and they, they're just the best for that. But they also, like, continue to push me out of my comfort zones and when I'm like uh I don't know if I should be doing that they're like why not you you're perfectly qualified the white man who was going to do it besides you wasn't um wasn't as qualified as you are and I'm like oh yes (laughs) yes we all we all need that circle of women to just um not only just support us but to be like what you mean you're not about to do that you're definitely qualified um you know just people to be like point blank period with you and I just I just think that's amazing so well that makes me super happy that you have that group okay so so for some fun questions what did you want to be when you grew up Ooh, I feel like I, I went through so many different stages growing up like when so it's too many to date back when I was a child but when I was when I first got to college I wanted to be a doctor I wanted to be an OBGYN, you know, dealing with women, of course, but, and I, my major was in biology, and I took chemistry, and I was like, no, we're not, we're not doing this, because (laughs) I just, 
I, I worked hard, but I just couldn't get it. And it wasn't a passion for it. And so I changed my major to marketing, which, you know, I thought I knew what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to be in social media and brand marketing and everything like that. Um, but now I've had experience with that and it wasn't really my favorite thing to do. And so now if I can be completely candid and honest, I really don't know what I want to do. Um, as far as career wise, I know the passions that I want to fulfill and that's to work with women in every setting, um, to grow this podcast, maybe write a couple books. Um, but as far as career wise, I really don't know. And I find, and I will beat myself about up about that all the time because, you know, just seeing so many different people around you graduating, going into their dream jobs, you will feel like, why don't you have this figured out? Why, why are you staggering the fence? But I've learned to find beauty in that, um, you know, just recognizing that, you know, just to give myself a little grace. My mom always tells me to not be so hard on myself and just to understand that there's beauty in not really knowing what you want to do because you can learn from different people. You could just figure out stuff along the way, you know? So I think that's just a point where I'm at right now. Just No, that's fair. That's exactly where I am as an adult as well. <laughs> I've been through several iterations of jobs and I still don't know exactly what I want to do, but I'm enjoying the journey of figuring it out. <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah, just finding the beauty in whatever you're in, whatever moment you're in. That's beautiful. Um, so what's your greatest fear about becoming the woman that you've always dreamed about being? I know that's a really deep question, but. <laughs> um, I would say my greatest fear is being being open to everybody's criticisms and opinions about you. Um, I, I love social media. I love to be active on social media, but I feel like I'm a very guarded and private person um, at the same time. And I see so many different celebrities and specifically black women that go through things and everybody is the first to say something like rude or ignorant, you know? And I look at that and I'm just like, wow, I, I know that I'm meant to do big things in life, but I don't want to open myself up for unneeded, unwarranted opinions and negativity when I didn't even ask for it. So I, I would say that's the part where I'm, what I'm most fearful of. And another thing is just failing, knowing that I have such a high mantle on my life, knowing that. I have a lot of things to accomplish, not only for myself, but people around me. The idea of failing and making a mockery out of myself really makes me kind of scared to even go after what I think I want to do, you know? Um, so just, you know, like what we said earlier, just overcoming that fear and taking up space in whatever area you're at and giving yourself grace, you know, I feel like that will helped me along the way, but as far as fears, those are definitely two that can come to mind right now. I'm sure there's many more, but. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that one. Um, mm -hmm. And on the failure fear, is it really failure unless you, you give up afterwards or is it just a lesson learned? 
that's a good question. Like, I feel like, I feel like it's really a lesson learned because I feel like in any situation you can bounce back or you can pivot in, in every area. And so you're right. I shouldn't have said like, just like failure, but I don't know, like, this goes back into me being, like, really hard on myself, like, if I feel like I could have done something different in a situation, that's what I, like, deem as, like, failure, you know, if Mm -hmm. I didn't go the right decision at that time, then I feel like that's what would make me, like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, you know, so. I I feel you deeply on that, because that is very much me (laughs) on everything, (laughs) and, Mm -hmm. A lot of the times I have to remind myself that it was the right decision at that time. Everything mm-hmm. happens for a reason. There was a lesson that I'm supposed to learn. And what is supposed to be mine will be mine regardless of when it happens. So mm-hmm. if it's an opportunity that I passed up this time, if it, it, it should come back around if I'm supposed to have it. Exactly. And I, I love to have that, just that idea in my head, like, Everything does happen for a reason. You go through things, not by accident, but to usually teach you a lesson. And so you can look back on it and be like, I'm glad I went through that. Because during the moment, we may not understand why we're going through it or understand why it's happening. But later on, when we're at a different point in our lives, we can look back on that moment and just be like, whoa, I'm glad I went through that because it saved me from a lot of other moments. So yeah, I definitely agree. Um, mm-hmm. But that's failure for you. Um, that whole word in itself is this terrifying thing that I'm struggling with, honestly. So you're not alone. <laughs> that's mainly what I was trying right. to say, is that you're definitely not yeah. alone in that fear. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so you're super ambitious. I know we've talked about this so many times, and I like I love your ambitious. And I'm not saying you're too ambitious because too implies that it's not a good thing. You are perfectly ambitious as you should be, because the world Thank is you. truly your oyster. Um, how do you keep yourself motivated in a world that might not always appreciate your reach and your goals that you set yourself? Um how do I keep myself motivated? So personally for me, I relate everything back to my faith because that's just how, that's how I was raised. And the way that my, the way that life events have happened in my life and how I've come out of them, I can't um, relate it back to anything but God. And so I just, I keep myself motivated by knowing that there is a purpose and a plan for my life. And I may not know all the answers. I may not know every single detail on how to get there. But I know that um, I know that really God is leading me into my destiny of where I'm supposed to be. And being completely comfortable with not knowing all the answers. Because I feel like I'm a very controlling person. I like to be on top of everything that I do. I like to know a reason. I like to know a why to everything that may happen and just finding comfort in knowing that don't worry about it. It's just, it's working for your good. No matter what you just stay disciplined and you do what, you know, for me, you do what God told you to do and you will be successful. And my, my definition of successful doesn't equate to 
money. It doesn't equate to fame, but it equates to um, leaving a mark on this world that, you know, God wanted you to leave and being in his will, of course. And so, yeah, I just, that's what keeps me motivated. I go through so many different things. I'm a Black woman in this country, you know, during these times. I go to a PWI where I'm like the only Black woman in my class and career specialists and consultants, they don't understand me when I say, like, nobody is hiring me, nobody is doing this for me, nobody understands. But at the end of the day, I've been through situations where I didn't know what would come out of it. I didn't know um, how I would make it out of that situation, but I did. And I can't, and that's what keeps me motivated is knowing that God is by me at all steps and all points of my life. So, yeah. I didn't mean to be like preacher, but. No, it's true though. Yeah, that really speaks to like who I am as a woman. I feel like that's what created me to be the woman that I am today to even get on this podcast with you for the longest I would be so scared of my voice I would be so scared of what I would have to say and so scared to speak what I believed in but now I'm here because God placed me here to be in this exact moment with you with, with you which I'm so grateful for well I mean that's beautiful and I like I think what you just said will resonate with a lot of people because it resonated with me um, because I know in my moments of oh hell uh, <laughs> right. I, I turn inwards to who I am and how I was raised in my baseline principles and values and that's what keeps me going and that's very much what you just said you turn inward and create your own cocoon in the world almost and keep pushing right. forward right and it just goes like and with that it, I have to understand that it's not going to be easy you know um especially just being you know for us being placed here on this earth being a black woman and what I've really been coming to the conclusion of during these past like really few months is this this country this world this construct wasn't really made for me it wasn't idolized with me in mind to succeed and so the the only thing that I can do is rely on God the only thing that I can do is stick to what I know and stick to what I was called to do if I'm gonna like make something happen you know so I fool you sorry I'm like sitting here nodding I'm like preach baby preach <laughs> so yes. thank you for that <laughs> okay so one question what is kind of one tip or a couple of tips that you would give anyone when they feel like they're um, not qualified to do something? Um, so I actually wanted to share a scripture. Can I share one? Uh-huh, of course. Okay, so um, I wanted to share um, 2 Corinthians 3 and 5, and it says that it is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own but our qualification comes from God. And I, I've just put this in my, in my mind every single day because I feel like I can't get anywhere with me on my own because the mantle that I have on my life, the calling that I have on my life is so high and it's so strong that me, just as a human, I wouldn't be able to get there on my own. 
And oftentimes living in this world and being on social media, you see so many different people maybe living their best life. Maybe they got, they, maybe they bought a new house. Maybe they graduated college and got offered their dream job right out of grad, right out, right out of graduation, excuse me. Or maybe people are having children or maybe people are doing all these different things that you thought you would be doing. Um, and so I feel like that just leaves us with that feeling of what am I doing? I'm not meant to be here. I don't have anything to offer of myself, but I just wanted to tell you that that's a lie because we are all qualified to do what we are called to do, period. It doesn't matter what everybody else around you is doing. It doesn't matter um, what your best friend may be doing. It doesn't matter what your social media followers may be doing. Because half the time, they might not even really be doing it. Because social media, <laughs> social media is a highlight reel. People show you what, you what they want you to see. Everything isn't peaches and gumdrops. And I feel like once we start worrying, stop worrying about what everybody else around us is doing and really hone into who God called us to be, who God created us to be, and to do out in this world, I think that's when people will really come into who they are and will really come into doing what they love and will find their highest fulfillment. It's understanding that nothing is done off your strength alone. Nothing is done off what you know how to do, but everything is derived from, you know, in my case, everything is derived from God who called me to do what it is that I need to do. So that's what I leave you all. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Get into your heart, realize what you love, and then pray what I do. I love to pray, pray, and really put action behind what you pray behind. So, yeah. No, that's perfect. And it's, I, to summarize that perfectly, I like to say, stay in your lane. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Don't be looking left or right. Be looking straight ahead. Right. Perfect. That's exactly what it is. My favorite part about doing this episode was the fact that Christian is just so wonderfully bubbly. Um, we ha- we had a great time laughing the whole time, and she's just such great energy. I truly enjoyed my time talking with her, and I hope that y'all had fun listening to us talk as well. One last plug, um, because I couldn't help myself here. If you're looking for an intern... Christian is open to one. She's looking for projects for her for her program right now. So if you're looking for a great marketing eye, um, please let her know or reach out to me and I'll connect you with Christian. She's absolutely amazing and I couldn't recommend her anymore. Um, so if you're looking for an intern, definitely hit her up. But until then, I hope to see y'all next week um, or hear from y'all next week as we go into our next podcast. Can't believe we're already on episode three. My guest for next week is super amazing, a friend of my own, and I promise that we will play a little guessing game next Sunday um, to see if you can guess who the guest will be. Until then, remember, if not you, then who?